0: The rules had always been the same. One, the girl must be of noble birth. Two, the taking must be in clear sight of all men competing. And finally, three, further attachments resulted in the loss of all points garnered. A one point penalty would be assessed if the female were married. And beyond that, if her husband or father were present during the tryst, then extra points would be awarded. Andrew Penton the newly proclaimed Marquise of Drake, was hedging on a monstrous thirteen points being added to his running total, even with the penalty due to Mrs. St. Augustine's married status. The only way he could muster more points was if the girl were an innocent, and although his reputation as a rakehell of the First Order was true, he did not relish taking the virtue of a young girl, no matter how willing she appeared. "'Surely I cannot!' The woman before him feigned innocence at his plight. "'I must return before the performance begins.' "'Come now, Pearl,' Andrew coaxed. "'It is only a few moments within my box. You truly must see the view. I guarantee it is far superior to the baron's seats below.' With little more effort expended, the baroness followed him, willingly, into his box, the door shutting soundlessly behind them. "'My lord!' she gasped. "'You were correct.' Pearl moved from his reach toward the edge of the box, overlooking the general crowd below. "'Come here, my pet.' Andrew hadn't followed her to the edge. "'Come sit with me.' He took a seat, just out of the shadow's reach, enabling Chastain, his dear friend and competitor, a clear view. He glanced at Chastain across the theatre, and winked, as Pearl returned to sit next to him, Andrew nibbled the woman's neck, her moans barely covered by the dramatics of the production. Chastain, always the most brazen of the pair, had already relieved his female guest of the top portion of her gown. If one could peek into the darkened corner of Chastain's theatre box, one would behold a succulent breast exposed for the world to see. The young girl, most likely pushed into Chastain's arms, by her own marriage-hungry parents, clawed at Andrew's friend's shirt as if her very life depended on what he could give her. Fortunately for the girl, and unfortunately for her money-seeking family, Chastain would offer nothing beyond this one night. Their games of seduction had not only progressed in their scandalous nature over the last couple of years, but had also lost their ability to thrill Andrew. Only two years out of university— and already high society had lost its luster. Therefore, their games were always evolving. No more could the tryst take place in a private setting, nor would either man take the word of the other that the deed was, in fact, done. His seduction and taking of the Honourable Mrs. Pearl St. Augustine would be made far less problematic if he could coax her from her seat, push her up against the back wall of his box, and lift her dress. He would take her swiftly— be done with it, and be at his gentleman's club before the night's performance ended. He may even return her to her husband's box. He wasn't a complete scoundrel, devoid of the manners suiting a marquise, despite his years out of university. But he knew he would forfeit points if their tryst happened anywhere but in plain view of Chastain to top that off, Andrew had fallen severely behind in points as of late with the renovations currently under way at his country estate and his withdrawal from town, for an extended period of time, he'd been unable to make the acquaintance of London's newest crop of debutantes. This gave Benjamin, Lord Chastain, a clear advantage, since he'd spent the holiday season travelling from one house-party to another, gaining introductions to the creme de la creme of the season's freshest faces. That simply meant Andrew would have to appease himself, and his needs, more often since every time he bedded a widow, or married matron, he earned fewer points. Curse Chastain, and his ever-increasing lead—